Joy seems to be a fragile thing. You can be full of joy one moment and then have it dashed to pieces a little bit later on. In a recent article that talked about who is more emotional, men or women, they found that men said they were emotional more times a week than women. The reason? Sports. When men watch sports, when their team does good, they're elated. When they do bad, they're distraught. And in the same game, you can have things going really good and then something really bad happen and then you're full of emotion. Now, joy is easy to have when circumstances are good, to be full of joy, to be happy. But the Bible tells us that there is a joy that is available even when circumstances are bad, that Jesus will give us his joy and that his joy can be working in our lives. Today, we're going to look at authentic joy. This is Robert Furrow. Welcome to Hot Topics. If you're new here, consider liking, subscribing, sharing, and ringing the bell so you can get all of our new content. The comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. The truth is there are times in life when we are despondent, when there is despair, when we are deeply depressed. And the same is true with Christians. The Bible, interestingly enough, deals with these topics and not just a little bit. Oftentimes in the Psalms, you can hear the psalmist being in deep despair and the way that they pull themselves out of it by trusting in God. God knows if we're brokenhearted. God knows if we're depressed. God knows if we are in despair, but God has also promised a supernatural joy in our lives. And today we want to look at six things that the Bible tells us about joy. The first thing the Bible tells us about joy is that love is the key to godly joy. Love is the key to godly joy. And this comes from John chapter 15. In verse 11, Jesus says this, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Two things, his joy in us and that our joy may be full. And if you go to that text and you look at the passage before it and after it, he's talking about loving one another. In the Old Testament, we were told to love our neighbor as ourselves, to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, but love our neighbor as ourselves. Jesus gave us a new covenant. Not that we would love our neighbor as ourselves. That's one thing that can help direct us. But Jesus says, love one another as I have loved you. How does Jesus love you? And we're supposed to love one another in that way. And it's in the middle of this context that he says, these things I have told you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. If we want the full joy of Christ, then we are to walk in love towards one another. Love is the key to evangelism. The Bible says that they will know that we are his disciples by the love that we have for one another. May we discover the love of Christ and walk with love towards one another that we might have the joy of Christ and that our joy may be full. The second thing the Bible tells us about joy is that in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. The Bible also talks about times of refreshing that come from the presence of God. Here's what the Bible says. It's in Psalm 16, verse 11. You will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. 
This is God's desire for you, that you would interact with him, that you would find his presence and find the fullness of joy that is there. But you may say, I don't feel Christ. I don't feel God. I don't feel like I'm in his presence. But you and I, as genuine Christians, go into his presence anytime that we pray. The Bible tells us in Hebrews that we can go boldly into the throne room, that anytime we cry out to God, God says, call out to me and I will answer you. And anytime you go into his presence and begin to seek him, anytime you gather together with other believers, not forsaking yourselves together, he is there in the midst of you, whether you feel it or not. And the Bible says that in his presence is the fullness of joy. So is there a time in your life that you're setting aside that you would be able to, to enter into that presence, to interact with him, maybe going for a walk with him, praying, uh, seeking God, going to church, doing spiritual things. This will help us because the more we are in his presence, the more there is the fullness of joy. The Bible also says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. What kind of things are you delighting in? Are you delighting yourself in the things of this world? then your desires are going to be to the things of this world. But when you delight yourself in the things of God, then suddenly the desires are godly and they are things that God will answer in his presence is fullness of joy. The third thing the Bible tells us about joy is that life in the spirit results in joy. The Bible says that if we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. And when we walk in God's spirit and interact with him, allowing his spirit to direct us and guide us, endeavoring to do the things that God wants us to do, then there's fruit in our lives. There is that evidence that God is moving because we're walking in the spirit. Here's what it says about that fruit in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such there is no law. The second fruit that's mentioned there is joy. That when we are walking in the spirit, when we have our spirit brought to life and we interact with the spirit of God, that the result is love, joy, and peace. Those are the first three things. So as we walk in the spirit, endeavor to do what God wants us to do, to be biblical about life, to walk in the spirit, one of those fruits is joy in our lives. It's not connected to our circumstances because anybody can have joy in the midst of certain circumstances, but it's talking about joy that is the fruit of walking in the spirit. In the book of Philippians, Paul talks about joy 14 times, and often he's talking about his own joy. Interestingly enough, that's a prison epistle. Paul is writing the book of Philippians from jail, and yet he talks about his joy often. Circumstances don't have anything to do with our joy. When we have a genuine relationship with God, when we walk in the spirit, then one of the evidences there is joy that is in our lives. The fourth thing that the Bible says about joy is placing your mind on God and the things of God brings joy. That is, when you meditate on godly things, the result is that God gives us joy. Listen to what it says in Psalm 63, 6 and 7. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I rejoice. So as we meditate on God and on his word at nighttime, we are seeking him. And if you find yourself stressed out, upset, in despair, 
then the thing to do is begin to think on godly things, to begin to think about God, to enter into his presence and know that God is going to meet you there. And in the midst of those night watches, he will bring joy into your life. It's no mistake that the Bible tells us in Psalms 1 that we are blessed if we don't stand in the way of sinners and seek godly things, but instead meditate on the word of God day and night and will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season and whatever we do will prosper. Putting our minds upon God helps us to experience the joy that he has for us. The fifth thing that the Bible tells us about joy is that it is a power that comes from God and God responds when we ask him. Listen to what it says in Romans 15, 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy. The Bible says that if we ask anything according to his will, then we have it. And one of the things that we know is that God wants to give you joy. God wants to give me joy. It's something God wants to answer. So if you pray for me, that I would have a fullness of joy and I pray for you and we pray for ourselves. This is something that God wants to answer. Listen to what he goes on to say. Romans 15, 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Spirit. What a great prayer and what a prayer that God can answer. And may we pray for one another along these lines. The sixth thing the Bible tells us about joy is for those who are brokenhearted, for those who are grieving, for those who are in despair. Whatever that reason may be, God wants you to know that this grief will not be forever, but that he will bring joy back into your life. Listen to what he says in Psalms 30 verses four and five. Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, but his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. God knows that we may grieve and that we may seek him. And I've been through a grieving period in my life, but God returned the joy into my life as well. God is faithful to bring these things back to us. Whatever you may be going through now, Whatever you may be struggling with, whatever circumstances you may be in, you can draw near to God. And if we look at what all of these passages say together, is that if we draw near to him, we will find that fullness of joy that God has for us. And may you discover it for yourself. God bless you. We'll see you the next time on Hot Topics.